Welcome to Beer Me. I am your host, Sarah Jane. Every episode, I will have a guest on the show to discuss different parts of the beer world, from brewers to importers, educators. This will allow us to examine the dynamic world of beer through different lenses. Whether you're new to beer or a seasoned professional, we will have something for you. Well, we're very excited to be back in the game here at Beer Me. And to kick us off, uh, we are excited to welcome to the show Amanda Burke. She is the assistant brewer at Lady Bird Brewing uh, out of Kansas. Um, Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you. So um, before we dive in, could you give our listeners just a little background into, you know, how you got into beer and kind of what your journey has been so far? Yeah, so I started just drinking craft beer, really loving it when I turned 21. Um, And so I thought, well, what's the next best thing to drinking it? How about I make it? So I started homebrewing just a little bit um, and thought like, this would be really cool if this was my job. Um, And so I actually had a, I went through the mentorship program with the Brewers Association. And so I did that. And that really like kickstarted me into like, really pursuing trying to find a job and kind of got some help from some of my mentors and Mm -hmm. then I ended up at Ladybird so nice so okay you say you start drinking at 21 what were some of the beers that kind of got you excited because like I'm telling you like when I you know when I first started drinking I wasn't drinking beers that were very exciting or that got me excited about craft beer so what were some of the first beers that you tried that you were like whoa okay this is not this is not carbonated fizzy bubbles, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started drinking, I would say sours are probably like what really led me into like, oh, like this is interesting. Um, and then after I started like really getting interested in sours, then I tried some other stuff. And so now I will drink pretty much anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And as far as kind of getting into brewing, were there like what what were the aspects of it that that got you excited that you were like hey I want to dedicate my entire career to this because I'm as much fun as homebrewing is like you know <laughs> a lot of it is waiting for water to boil and there's also a lot of cleaning involved so you know there were I'm what what parts were you know that got you excited yeah i just really love the idea of creating something that brings people together so i feel like you can get people from like totally different aspects of life have totally different opinions and they'll sit down over a beer and so that was really cool to me to create that beverage that brought people together um but yeah it basically is glorified janitor is what i do but i still love it it's super awesome (laughs) yeah so i was gonna say so is ladybird brewing this is the first brewery that you've worked at or have you worked at other breweries yes this is my first one yep this is the first one okay awesome and how long have you been there um, since March. So I'm coming up on a year. Very cool. Very cool. So through the mentorship program, um, what did that, what did that look like? Um, this is still a pretty new program through the Brewers Association. Um, I think headed up by Dr. J. Um, mm-hmm. but what, what was that process like? Yeah. So, Um, there's like some different like tracks that you can do. I was like on like the first one of like getting into the, um, brewing industry. And, um, so every two weeks we got a new mentor. I think we, I can't remember how many like 
mentors we went through. Um, but it was super awesome because they were from all different aspects from the brewing industry. Um, and so I got to talk to some brewers and like ask them about like, what, what does their job look like? And really decide like, oh yeah, that is what I want to do. Um, and then one of my mentors actually, when I started looking at Lady Bird, they weren't open yet. And I had contacted them like, hey, I would love to come just like help out in whatever aspect that looks like. Um, and so um, they were like, yeah, I mean, we don't really have space to hire anyone right now. Like we're not to that level. And um, one of my mentors emailed them and were like, you know, she's really interested if you could just give her space. And then they let me come out. And I think I like, I hung out while they cleaned kegs the first time. And then um, eventually they ended up hiring me. So. All right. So you are like brand new into the beer world. Mm -hmm. Um, What has it been like kind of navigating this world? I mean, have you, is this your, is this your first like four way into the professional world or, or did you, did you work somewhere else before? I mean, what, what has this been, has this been a transition or is this like totally new for you? Yeah. So before I started working there, I was actually staying home with our foster daughter. So mm-hmm. um, I only work part-time. So that's been a really nice like transition back into working. Cause you know, going from being a stay at home mom, which is totally a job, but not going out into the world and working um, to go in part-time has been really nice. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, that's what I did before. Nice. And, but like, what has that, what has that uh, transition been like as far as, you know, what are some things kind of working in a brewery that you have found really surprising? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I guess uh, I knew like how clean things had to be. I knew that I was just cleaning and sanitizing. That's what you do. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's just like, it's a whole new level. Like cleanliness is huge. So that's been just a huge like learning curve. Like I thought I was getting things clean and then to have my head brewer come back through and be like, "Uh, this is not clean enough, like re-clean it. So just constantly cleaning. Um, yeah, constantly learning. I think that's another huge thing. Um, I feel like I was maybe not learning for a while or like reading and now it's just like constantly listening to podcasts, reading, learning new stuff. And so that's, that's been huge. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, from the cleaning perspective, especially if you're, you know, consistency is the biggest part of brewing, right? You, you're trying to get uh, the same product every single time, and one little tiny microbe loose in a brewery can wreak havoc and completely alter uh, an entire batch. Um, yeah. So I can imagine you've got you've got a lot of uh, cleaning cut out for you. I do remember, <laughs> and any time I have done, uh, you know, followed along a brewer for the day or something like that, I'm always like, wow, this is this is way more cleaning than I than I anticipated. <laughs> Um, so, you know, as you're kind of diving into this industry and, you know, kind of digging into a lot of things, you mentioned listening to podcasts, reading books, what are some uh, materials that you found really useful? So actually I, after the Brewers Mentorship Program, uh, they give you a little bit of a scholarship that you can use to either, um, like 
you can use it for books, you can use it for uh, continuing education. There's some different things that you can do. Um, so I've actually gone through a program with the Master Brewers Academy. Um, oh, it's nice. out of Miami, Florida. And so I did like online school. Um, and then I actually leave a week from today to go do some in-person training for a week. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. What kind of stuff do they cover as, I mean, is it just more like hands-on stuff or. Um, yeah. So like the online portion you did, like he sent me some videos that I would go over and then, um, also some readings from the like malt hops, water, yeast books. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, um, things like that. And then in person, we'll just be brewing, um, kind of doing everything that we talked about in person. So. Nice. So kind of shifting back to uh, Ladybird Brewing in, in particular, um, you know, I have to be honest, I am not too familiar with the Kansas beer scene at all. I, I've never been to Kansas, um, definitely on my list, but um, what can you tell our listeners a little bit? I mean, you're you born and raised there? Yeah, so I was born and raised um, here and I live in Wichita. Ladybird uh, is in Winfield. So I drive about 45 minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, our beer scene is super cool. Um, I feel like it's it's definitely like changing, uh, especially with Ladybird. They're woman owned, LGBTQ owned. They're super awesome. And I just love where I work. So that's amazing. And you know, you've you've found it like the industry as a whole, you have found pretty welcoming. Yeah, I would say like we are maybe not super diverse uh, in the industry here in Kansas, but I think that's shifting and I think that's changing and everyone's super welcoming and super nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And like the brewing scene itself, I mean, is it, for example, like here in the DC area, like it's very much a community, like brewers helping out brewers, you know, doing collabs with each other. Like, is that a similar kind of vibe? Oh yeah, for sure. Like we're always doing collabs with people. Um, and they're always like, if someone needed something, like if we had a question, I'm sure we could call one of the other breweries and they would definitely help us out. Um, so it's been really fun, like being a part of that, like seeing how much they all work together and all really appreciate each other. Um, cause I know it's like, I don't know, kind of competitive. You would think that maybe other breweries would be like, Oh, I don't want them to succeed, but there is a real, like, really a big group that really enjoys one another and are collabing all the time. And that's actually kind of like my first brew day was a, a woman's uh, pink boots collab brew day. So that was super awesome. Oh, nice. With the pink boots society. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we actually don't have a chapter here. Um, the mm-hmm. closest one is in Kansas city and that's about three hours away, but um, we were able to get enough women to do a brew day last year. So that was super cool. I'm kind of, I'm kind of loving this experience that you're, that you've had, you know, entering into the brew world. I mean, you have been able to take part in this mentorship program. You're working, you know, a women owned LGBTQ owned uh, brewery. It sounds like you have this amazing community. I mean, has there, has there been any kind of negative experience or has this been just generally positive? Uh, yeah, I've had a couple negative experiences uh, when I first started out and I was looking for a job. Um, mm-hmm. But thankfully, I had the mentorship program that I was able to like 
bounce off some of the things that were said and some of the things that were happening. And uh, my mentors were like, don't put yourself in that situation because if you put yourself in a bad situation, then you're going to end up hating brewing. You're going to end up hating the brewing industry. So like, just wait and the right thing will come along. And thankfully it did. And so, yeah, I drive to work literally every day and I'm like, I can't believe I work where I work. I can't believe I get to do what I do. It's just amazing. My bosses are super, super sweet and they are just really good at running a business and they've taught me so much. And it's just, I'm so glad that that's where I started out because I don't think that I'll get burnt out. And I think I'll do this for a really long time. That's absolutely amazing. So what are some, what are kind of the top things that you've been excited to learn, you know, recently, like, you know, kind of take us into your, take us into your week. Is there, um, yeah. is there like a new project that you're excited about or? Yeah. So we've just been doing some like the big deep dives in water, which can be like a lot water chemistry is a lot to undertake, but it's been a lot of fun and to like play around with our water a little bit and see how that's changing our beers. And so I think we're really like stepping up our beer game and I feel really good about what we're doing. So. Nice. So yeah, for listeners, I mean, water has a massive impact on the final product of the beer, you know, and you can add different, you know, minerals, uh, take out and filter different qualities that will impact the final flavor of the beer. And you can adjust that based on the style as well. Um, You know, so for example, like DC water is really, really, really high in chlorine. Um, So a lot of filters are definitely needed for that. Whereas there are other, you know, waters in part of the country where, you know, they have a really cool mineral compound in the water and that reflects into the beer. Um, so you all are kind of playing around with your water and trying to see where what makes sense for the different styles. Or are you just kind of trying to dial in, you know, what makes sense for the brewery as a whole? Um, kind of both. Uh, we're okay. kind of getting it under our belts, like what is best for the brewery, but also we've been trying a couple different styles. Uh, we just brewed a beer that we had already brewed and then we're brewing it with the water changed to see like what that does. So I'm pretty excited about that one. Nice. And what kind of, are there certain styles that you are all known for or that you focus on? So that's the cool thing about being like super small. It's a super small brewery in a small town in Kansas. We're the only brewery. We get to do whatever we want pretty much. So (laughs) we don't, tend to do like duplicate brews often uh, but we do have a dry stout that like people go crazy for so our moon dial is people's favorite I would say nice that's awesome I also love to hear that like there's a style that people are going crazy for that isn't like another double IPA or something like that (laughs) yeah for sure and it was kind of fun because uh, I went to Canada this year and they had a bunch of like white stouts and I was like, oh, that's super cool. Came back and I was like, I think maybe we should try this. And uh, actually one of my coworkers, who's a bartender there, he roasts his own coffee. And so he was like, I'll roast coffee to put in it. And so we got to have like a fun brew day of making a white stout that kind of duplicated our dry stout, but it was just white or, or like, you know, a light beer instead of dark. Oh, that's awesome. So it's not, I mean, if we were to kind of describe what a white stout is, it's kind of similar to a golden ale, Mm -hmm. right? And it's, 
you know, not something that is, um, it's, it has, it has similar flavors to a traditional stout, um, where you have kind of that roasty toasty, but there's typically, um, you're adding cold steep coffee, vanilla beans and cocoa nibs instead of using like a dark roasted malt, correct? Yep. Correct. Okay. Sorry. I'm kind of having like dig back on that one a little bit. <laughs> But that's cool. I mean, those are, these are styles that are not, you know, super, super commonly known. Um, so that's really awesome that you guys are able to play around with that. And are you able to partner with any, I mean, you mentioned like a local roaster, but, you know, are there other, you know, partnerships that you all have um, embraced being part of what I'm assuming is a pretty tight-knit community? Yeah, for sure. Laura and Katie, um, they're really well known in the Winfield community. And so they have... Uh, some different things that they've partnered with people there locally. Um, yeah, they've just done a really good job of running their business. And so, yeah, they they made those connections before they even were opening the doors to Ladybird so that those were already there, so. Nice, that's awesome. Um, and it's a fairly, it's still, I mean, when did you all open again? I mean, this is a, still a fairly new, this was yeah. open in 2018, right? Uh, it just opened. We just had our one year okay. uh, a couple months ago. So we've been open a year. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that is amazing. Um, and so as you all continue to grow, I mean, is it still, what are some of the, uh, things that you all are are trying to navigate um, as a newer brewery, um, you know, getting, uh, continue, continuing to go production or, um, you know, starting to build some more distribution? Like what are some things that are kind of on the horizon? Yeah, so we um, don't really do production. Uh, like we don't can, we do like to go squealers, but we don't do any of that. We did do a contract brew with a, local brewery here uh during the summer there's a huge festival in Winfield and so we pulled out a pale ale for that so we were able to can half of it and then cake half of it and distribute it places but for the most part we really just sell our beer there in the tap room so yeah I would say like moving forward I think that they probably want to do some more of like a contract brew again because it went over really well um so yeah, I'd say that we will do more of that in the future. Very cool. And as far as, you know, for somebody who, you know, might be considering going into the beer world or transitioning into, you know, a more professional role, as this is something you've just done, you know, in the past couple months, what are some, you know, words of wisdom that you have as a, if you are a mentor in the uh, <laughs> Brewers Association mentorship program? I would say just get yourself out there, follow all of like the accounts that you can, like they're giving out scholarships. Those are huge. Um, definitely like check in with like a pink boots or something locally um, like that. And um, just show up for things like uh, last year for the women's day brew, I wasn't technically hired at any brewery. And so I was like, I don't, I don't know that I fit in here. I don't know that I'm qualified for this. And I just showed up and I just met women in the industry. That was super huge. And then uh, Laura called me not long after that brew and, and was like, hey, 
this is going a lot better than we imagined and it's hard for us to keep up. We need an assistant brewer. Do you want the job? And I was like, yeah, I do. So definitely just find people, introduce yourself. It may feel awkward, but just like market yourself because that's really how you get in the door. So. Yeah. And I think, you know, more and more you're seeing a push for there to be a more, I mean, beer is already fairly welcoming, right? I mean, it's a community that um, is generally welcoming, but I feel like, you know, continuing to push that dial and making sure that it is, you know, still something um, that is happening. Um, I heard you say um, the words that, uh, you know, I think women often say, you know, in their minds are allowed where it's, I don't know if I belong here. And I mean, look, imposter syndrome is super real. And it's something that I've certainly, you know, grappled with um, in almost every single role I've ever had. Um, you know, what are, what is something that you've been able to do to kind of overcome that? Because I, I imagine, you know, you, you go into the brewery and every single day and you're happy and you're stoked, but I mean, you're new, right? And you're new to a field, you're new to a job. There's plenty of moments where you're probably like, I'm not qualified to do this. I'm not qualified to, um, how am I responsible for this? Um, you know, what are some ways or what are some things that you do that kind of help with that? Yeah, I just continue to ask questions and try and learn and grow. Laura and Katie have been amazing at making space for that and just like bringing me along to learn things and just so in places that I felt like underqualified I could just ask them a question and they're happy to answer it or if I mess up they're very like sweet to correct it and just be like hey it's okay let's do better next time yeah for the most part I don't think that I felt like I didn't belong at Ladybird just because it's such a welcoming place and so I think that's huge for people trying to get into the industry is find mm -hmm. a place that's like full of people who are caring and welcoming and give you space for when you don't feel confident to, to help you succeed. So. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, as you were trying to find a spot, you had mentioned that there were some places where you experienced, you know, something that wasn't as welcoming. Um, was it just like people were just kind of brushing you off or, I mean, I'm not expecting you to like name names or anything like that, but you know, was it, was it just like, they kind of made you feel like, you had to prove yourself or like, what was the, what was that feeling? Uh, I think there was questions of if I could do the job well, because I was a woman. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, you mean you can't like lift 50 pounds? <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was, that was the concern. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, also just like work environment, I think it's probably okay for some people, um, especially like, white men to work in a place like that but for me I didn't want to be in a place that was every other word was the f word and we're making dick jokes and sex jokes and like to me that just is not where I want to work and so that's mostly what I got from my interview and um so that's why I chose not to go that yeah that job no for sure it's you know it's funny it's very similar I came up in in restaurants not breweries but um you know, a lot of times people say, you know, oh, well, it's a kitchen, right? Like you're going to, you're going to hear some dick jokes. You're going to hear some curse words. And it's like, no, not anymore. Sorry. It's just not. Yeah. No, there's no exactly. reason for it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So well, so I'm as really much as, as, much much as, as, an as much of an as an interview is for like them to see if they want to hire you. It's also an opportunity for you to fill them out and be like, is this going to be a good place for me to work? So that's what I really went into that interview with and then was able to come away and talk to my mentors and be like, I mean, I could deal with this. It's a way to get into the brewing industry. And they're like, nope, not for you. So that's amazing that the, the mentors, you know, within the mentorship program were able to connect with you that well. I mean, especially you said you're, you're talking to a mentor, a new mentor every two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So the fact that you're able to connect that much with a, with a mentor, that's really amazing. Um, were there any mentors that like really stood out and were really helpful? Um, yeah, I had like three or four. So, um, one, like, and I still talk to most of them, um, like mm-hmm. Jackie who recommended me for this podcast, she actually had the chance to come to Wichita. And so I got to meet her in person this year. So that was super cool. Um, but yeah, yep, so Jackie, Jackie was, Hannon, Bell's Brewery, she's been on the show before. <laughs> yep. So she was a huge, uh, like one that I connected with. Uh, Maureen, um, I can't think of her last name. Uh, she was super big. She's a brewer. She's a woman brewer. And so that was huge to have that aspect. Um, and so those were probably the two that stood out the most, but definitely every single one of them was amazing that I was able to spend two weeks with. So that's awesome. That's great to hear that that program is like already like so rich and, you know, you're able to get so much out of it. Yeah, because I was only the second cohort to go through. So it was huge that it was already like such an amazing thing so soon. So, yeah. So, as you are continuing to grow within this field, I mean, do you have, um, you know, dreams of, you know, owning your own brewery one day or, you know, becoming a master brewer or, you know, yeah, I mean, for the foreseeable future, definitely like just love Lady Bird and just want to be there to continue to grow and learn with them. Um, but if one day I was able to open up my own spot, that would be super cool. I like have some big dreams for that and kind of ways to diversify uh, Wichita beer drinking. So that's amazing. I mean, the fact that you've had this experience and now it's kind of instilled that um you know mentorship spirit within you is is awesome and we'll be able to i'm 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 loving the the new the new guard as it were you know within the industry and you know especially also in the restaurant industry you know kind of seeing uh the next generation come up and they don't tolerate bullshit it's kind of it's it's phenomenal to see and um you know if you put uh, you know, somebody, especially in the Gen Z generation, you know, in a situation where things are unsafe or things are being said that are not okay, they will not tolerate it. They just won't put up with it. And I, I freaking love that. I mean, I wish I could turn back the clock and do the same thing, but you know, yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. I can't, I mean, seriously, I can't wait to see, um, you know, what you get to do and, you know, how exciting it's been for you. Are you also looking to, I think for me, at least for my beer journey, one of the most uh, impactful things was, you know, getting the opportunity to do some beer travel and, you know, going to, you know, going to, I, you know, went to Belgium and got to, you know, really see um, some of the more historical breweries. 
Um, is that something that's on the on the to do list or has has been done? Yeah, actually, just uh, last year, my husband and I for our anniversary went to Belgium and nice. um, got to drink some Belgian beer. So that was a dream come true. That was another thing that I was just like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. But it was amazing. <laughs> what was your favorite brewery? Oh, that's hard. Um, or if there was a, a or if there was a beer that like just like really stood out to you. Yeah. See, everyone I came back and was like, "What's your favorite?" And I was like, "I don't know. I really suck at choosing favorites. There was so many good things." I mean, um, all of them's a totally valid answer. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we went to Bruges, and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it's like one of the oldest breweries in Belgium. And I got to tour that and drink their beer, and that was super awesome. Yeah, Bruges. Bruges is a is a fairy tale. Yes, it looks it. It's absolutely, absolutely stunning. Um, but that's that's awesome. So, do you have any other kind of uh, beer destinations on your on your to do list, even if it's in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, I would always, I love traveling, so I would go anywhere and try beer from anywhere. But uh, yeah, I would love to get out to like Portland area. I think that would be really cool. Um, yeah. I leave next week for Miami, so excited to check out the beer scene there. Um, yeah, and I would love to go back to Europe and hit some other places, so for sure. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. I've got a couple of couple of areas on my to-do list but see now you've you've got me all excited about the Kansas beer scene and now I now I need now I need to check out Kansas beer so yeah you definitely should come down and check it out I think (laughs) for a small place I think it's really amazing we've got some good uh good beer and I think we have a couple breweries have who have won some medals at JABF so yeah no for sure and I think there's there's some really cool there's some really great communities to to check out, and I think, and I've said it before, I say it again. Brewer, brewers are a foster community, and um, you know, help it to grow. And so that's awesome to hear that Ladybird is you know really doing their community justice. So that's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, well, Amanda, thank you so much for taking the time um, out of your out of your day to talk to us and uh you know answer all of our all of my questions but um i'm so excited that this has been your start in the industry and just how generally positive it's been and um you know how well ladybird brewing is is growing young brewers of today so that's awesome yeah thank you for having me yeah um so Thank you all for listening in. We are back and you will hear us uh, release shows every other week. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, reach out at Beer Me Radio on Instagram or beermeradio at gmail.com. We are available anywhere you get your podcast. Please like, subscribe, give all the stars, and we will catch you next time. Cheers.